This is AgriFutures On Air, brought to you by AgriFutures Australia, driving innovation in Australian agriculture. Driving around this great country of ours, as I do quite a bit, the sheer size of Australian agriculture is sometimes inconceivable. 427 million hectares, and that doesn't include timber production. But on a global scale, we're a relatively small producer, ranking 27th according to ABARES. However, we are the 12th largest exporter in terms of total world agricultural trade. That ability to punch above our weight is due in no small part to the innovation of our farmers and the research community that supports them. But, as you'll hear later, the growth of investment in modern agri-food technology around the world has created fresh opportunities for Australian farmers and researchers to turn ideas into tangible reality. The Rural Research and Development Corporations have invested in a massive number of projects in the last couple of decades, but they're not easy enough to find. GrowAg is going to fundamentally change that and provide a central spot where people can actually go search and find the investments and opportunities for commercialisation in Australian agriculture. That was Jason Strong, Meat and Livestock Australia's Managing Director, talking about GrowAg.com, a new online platform to connect the world to agriculture innovation opportunities within Australia. GrowAg.com showcases Australia's world-leading agricultural research, our unique technologies and our success stories, as well as commercialisation opportunities in the one easy-to-use location. GrowAg.com has been developed in a collaboration between the Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment and Australia's 15 research and development corporations, with AgriFutures Australia managing the platform on their behalf. It's big, and I spoke to AgriFutures Australia's Managing Director, John Harvey, about bridging that gap between research outcome and the commercial world. There's a couple of things about GrowAg. The first one is... With GrowAg, we're putting into the one website, the one database, all of the R&D projects that all 15 RDCs are involved with. And over time, our intent is to add other projects from other organisations like CSIRO, State Departments of Agriculture and Universities. So our vision for GrowAg is that you'll be able to go into the GrowAg website and you'll be able to see all of the R&D that's been carried out in Australia. And you'll be able to sort it. So if you're interested in a particular topic, let's just say you're interested in horticulture robotics, where you type in horticulture robotics, you do a filter and you'll see the projects going in right across the whole of Australia in horticulture robotics. You can also do a search and see where the researchers are located. So if you're looking at getting involved, you know who to ring or you know who to, to visit. Now, let's just say you're more broadly interested in robotics and not just horticulture robotics. Well, you just search robotics and then you can pick up not just the horticultural robotics, but what's happening in dairy, what's happening in grains, what's happening in rice. And you can see all of the projects. So it's a huge tool and provides, I think, farmers and levy payers with a really high degree of transparency about what the RDCs are investing. And I think it's going to be very, very useful for people in the research community to be able to see what's other researchers are doing and, and I think it will go a long way to building collaboration which is fantastic. So that's one of the key immediate 
benefits of grow ag and that will be a benefit for farmers that'll be a benefit for researchers that'll be a benefit for people in the private sector in addition to that on grow ag you can go and do a search for commercial opportunities so of the investments we've made across the rdc's there's going to be technologies there's going to be products there's going to be services that come out of that which can be commercialized so if you're from a private sector or maybe you're interested in starting a startup you can go into the grow ag database and look and see what technology is coming out and then directly link up to the relevant research development corporation to negotiate access to that intellectual property. Yeah, it's a massive site. You mentioned the various benefits to farmers. How do you think it will flow back onto the family farm, those benefits? I absolutely do. I think it will be quite fascinating for farms to see what research is going in, not just in their particular enterprise, but right across all of the industries. And it allows them to connect up with the researcher if that's what they would like to do. So I think that will be useful. But probably just as importantly, we're looking to make sure we get the outcomes of R&D commercialised. Because until they're commercialised or until they're available, farmers don't benefit. So a big driver for GrowAg is to try and strengthen that link with the commercial world. So if you look at Australia, we've got a great reputation for doing world-leading research. And we want to match that with our ability to then commercialise that research. Now, the reality is the market for commercialization is a global market. In fact, Australia is probably only 2% of the global market for agri-food tech. So commercialization really means you've got to have that perspective and you've got to be prepared to commercialize it globally. I think one of the challenges we've had in the past has been we have very much looked to commercialize just within Australia. And the reality of that is the market is just too small. So a lot of those technologies end up on the shelf and they don't end up commercialized, which means our Australian farmers don't get access to that technology. So a big driver for Grow Ag is to bring in expertise and skills in commercialization and an ability to get that outcome, that product or service that's come out of a research project, get that intellectual property to our farmers. Can you tell me how this all came about? I mean, you mentioned there's the 15 R&D corporations, uh, organisations involved in it. Where did the idea come from? Well, this is an idea that came from our Minister for Agriculture, David Littleproud. So David Littleproud, back in 2018, went overseas and visited a number of countries and saw the amazing interest in agri-food tech from the private sector and their willingness to invest. And when he came back to Australia, he had a conversation with the Council of RDCs and made a comment that it would be good to see Australia as the agri-food tech hub for the Southern Hemisphere. And he believed there was an opportunity to attract investment from around the world into agri-food tech. And so we've worked with that concept and making it easier for people overseas to come in and and do business with us and see what we're doing. So if you imagine you're from overseas and you want to engage with Australian agri-food tech, research, innovation, you jump off the plane at Sydney Airport, uh, where do you go? Who do you talk to? Exactly. We've got 15 RDCs, we've got 40 universities, we've got CSIRO, we've got seven states agriculture. So what we're trying to do with Greg is just make it easier also for people who are not necessarily familiar with our systems here in Australia to be able to navigate and find the right players. 
We get asked all the time about how to find what's happening in Australian ag tech, whether it's research opportunities or projects being commercialized or startups to work with. And it's really hard to figure out who's doing robotics, who's doing plant breeding, where are these hubs of activity. And so GrowAg will help people coming into Australia or getting into ag tech to navigate that ecosystem and find those partners. That was Sarah Nollett, co-founder of Tenacious Ventures, which is Australia's first dedicated agri-food tech venture capital firm. And she was talking about growag.com. And I'm talking to John Harvey, AgriFutures Australia's managing director. Have we reached the point, John, where modern agricultural technology is just such an essential part of farming? The answer is yes. Like in the last you know, five to 10 years, we've seen an explosion of new technologies. That's the reality. A lot of those technologies are digital. They don't respect boundaries. They don't respect sector boundaries. So a lot of the technologies that have been developed in med tech or been developed up in fintech or have been developed up in ICT have application in agriculture. They, they also, they don't respect geographic barriers. So a lot of the digital technologies, once you've developed them, they're highly scalable. So if it works in Australia, it's going to probably work in other parts of the world. And particularly with things like Amazon Web Services and Microsoft and, and the big computer companies and the support they provide, that scaling up is very straightforward. What that means is that there's actually a path to market for these products and there's an investment. It's a vehicle for investment. Private sector can see how they can make a return. But on the other side, it, it is very much a global market. So that's quite a significant change, I think, that's occurred as a consequence of these new digital technologies. Things like sensors and Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, machine learning, 3D printing, they've all significantly are changing the way agriculture operates and the way decisions are made on farm. John, you, met, you talked about commercialisation earlier. Is it the case that perhaps that side of agricultural development and that side of agricultural investment is, has been lacking in, I suppose, a, an underpinning strategy in the past? And do you think that GrowAg offers that strategy or the means to achieve that strategy? Look, I do. Look, that's exactly why we're doing it. I think the challenge we've had in the past is we've tended to want to commercialise just within Australia. And the reality is the market's just too small for a lot of these technologies. They need to have access to a much larger... We're 2% of the world market for a lot of these technologies. And we're playing on a global stage. And I think what we're doing with GrowAg is, is recognising that and recognising that if we're going to get this technology to Australian farmers, we've probably got to commercialise it globally to achieve that. Maybe if I give you one example, we're talking to a researcher in New Zealand who was in the robotics space and the farmers in his area came to him and said, you know, we really need an automated system for pollinating kiwi fruit." And he looked at the market and looked at, he had the technology, he, he knew how he could do it. But he looked at the market and said, look, there's probably seven or eight machines. That's the total size of the market. But he said, but the technology we're developing could easily be used in tomatoes. And so developed a product with the intent of exporting it to California and to the tomato growers in the US. And he was easily able to make the seven or eight units that were required in New Zealand. In some ways, there's an analogy there for us. You know, if we can develop the technology, commercialize it, get the investment, then we can deliver the technologies our Australian farmers need and want. And we'll hold the startups and the innovators here in Australia. If we don't do that, 
then our innovators will go overseas, they'll go over to the big markets and or we'll end up in a position where we are importing our technology from overseas. So we're reliant on importing technology from other countries. And I think it'd be much more attractive to have a really vibrant agri-food tech ecosystem here in Australia to be the Southern Hemisphere hub for agri-food tech in the world. Because if it's here, then we know our farmers will be the first to benefit because that's where the technology is going to be developed and that's where it's going to be first commercialised. So we'll get an advantage out of that. So to me, that's a huge incentive, a huge opportunity for Australian agri-food tech, for scientists, for innovators, for commercialisers. But also importantly, that's a huge benefit for Australian farmers. So we're talking about a scale of investment, I suppose, something that might only be a few hundred thousand dollars up to multi-million dollars. Is that the idea to go across that range? It really depends on the technology and what its what its potential is. We're seeing startups in the US that are attracting fundraising of you know over three hundred million dollars in a single fundraising in the agri food tech space. That's equivalent to what the federal government puts into all of the RDCs combined each year. I mean, the scale of investment happening overseas is quite huge. Last financial year, there was $26 billion invested in deal flow into agri-food tech around the world. About 50% of that is in the US. So it is a big opportunity, and I think Australia's got a really important role to play. It really brings home your analogy of hopping off a plane and wondering where to go. Having this vehicle there, this GROAG vehicle there for those investors to very quickly look at what's happening here in Australia, it's got to be a winner. Look, we believe so. And, you know, you think about it, if you are interested, you know, you, you can do all your search before you come. You can have search GROAG. You can find all the people you want to visit. So you can come prepared. You can actually come prepared to do a deal, and that's what we want to see. So it is a really important step. It's very exciting. It's great to actually have it live and happening now. but. Yeah, look, I think it's got huge potential. Has it got a lot of investment opportunities currently on the website? As as you say, it's only brand new. Is there material on there? Is there information on there that will benefit investors? Look, there is, but it's early days. We're only just starting. I think as we scout around, we'll find more and more. And as it gains traction, I think also the number of commercial opportunities on Grog will also increase. Grog is really exciting. It gives you easy navigation of the key people and organisations working in Australia's rural innovation ecosystem. And it gives free, transparent access to Australia's current agri-food research and development opportunities. GrowAg has been a long time coming for Australia. We have had such amazing research and innovative farmers and an amazing innovation ecosystem, but it's been somewhat challenging to navigate. GrowAg's a way to highlight those opportunities and help different parties across the research and industry divide connect. There we heard first up from Ariana Sapel, AgriFutures Senior Manager GrowAg, and then Sarah Nollett from Tenacious Ventures. And I'm talking right now to AgriFutures Australia's John Harvey about growag.com. John, I'm wondering whether the collaboration of the 15 R&D corporations in this case will change the way that we currently invest in research. Is this a step in that process? Look, I think it's inevitable that with the, all of the projects listed in GrowAg, you know, the first thing a program manager within an RDC is going to do when they're looking at a new project is go into GrowAg, see what's there and see who's operating in that space. So my expectation is that if they find another RDC has got an investment in an area that's related, first thing they'll do is get on the phone and say, hey, what's going on here? Can we collaborate? 
So I do think I am very optimistic that it will drive that collaboration. I think that will be good for everybody. I think the other really key thing that Greg will do is we'll focus all of the RDCs on generating commercial opportunities and being really conscious of not just what's the next research project that we need to do, but of the research we've done, what's the path to market? How do we actually get it quickly to farmers? And in a lot of cases, that will be through products and services and commercial delivery. It will help the industry to shift their thinking more to that commercial side of things, I suppose, yeah. And we're seeing that already. We're seeing with the number of startups that are currently in Australia that are providing services to Australia, that's increasing rapidly. And likewise, around the world, it's also accelerating. Down the track, John, just to finish off, what has to happen with GrowAg for you to say, yep, that's what I wanted it to do? Look, for me, it's all about getting delivery from our research and innovation investments and making sure they're actually farmers benefit. So till a farmer does something different in their paddock, you know, the return on investment in R&D is zero. Simple as that. But if we can package up the results of a research project into an app or into a commercial service or into a new variety and farmers use it and as a consequence make more money, make better decisions, then we've got a fantastic outcome for our Australian farmers. And likewise, if we can get a vibrant agri-food tech innovation ecosystem firing here in Australia, developing new ideas, commercialising what's coming out of the R&D, we will become a, a spot in the international world where people say, I wonder what Australia is doing. Maybe we should go and have a look. Maybe we could collaborate. And I think that will be, again, very powerful for Australia. It's a very, very exciting time and I'd only encourage people to go and have a look at it. Thank you very much for your time today, John. It's been fantastic to find out about it. All the best with it in the future. Thanks, Chris, and it's been great talking with you. The impact that Grow Ag will have is really showing that Australian agriculture is world-class and punching above our weight, not just on the research side, but also on the commercialization side. But we can't do that alone. We need other partners, and that's why Grow Ag is going to be so powerful. We have scalable solutions, and we're looking for global partners to really deliver this to industry. We want to see that impact and value realised. All of this can be found on growag.com. Ariana Sapel, AgriFutures Senior Manager, Grow Ag, and Sarah Nolet from Tenacious Ventures. The audio taken from a new video highlighting Grow Ag. And of course, John Harvey, AgriFutures Australia's Managing Director, joined me for today's conversation on AgriFutures On Air. As you've heard, the web address is easy, growag.com. Have a look at it and have a bit of a play around in there. You'll never know what you'll discover. Thanks for listening today to AgriFutures On Air. My name is Chris Brown. You've been listening to AgriFutures On Air, a weekly podcast brought to you by AgriFutures Australia.